Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. My name is Barry Miracle, and if this is your first time listening to the podcast, we sure welcome you on board, and hopefully you'll be enlightened and enlightened, (laughs) and hopefully you hear from the Lord that um, you're encouraged, that you receive hopium today. I, I, I tell people all the time, I can lead you to the mound, but I can't make you smell it. That was hopium. You can do a whole lot with a H. Hopium, not opium. Hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying. (laughs) So we believe in hope. Hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. The gospel is the good news. And we're presenting the gospel to you every week. Oh, that's not just salvation. The, The gospel of the kingdom has to do with everything. And we've been doing this series, and we are on uh, part eight of the series on the prophetic. And last week I dealt with, um, I named it receiving, but it was really about the Hebrew word Shema, which has to do with uh, the most important prayer that a a Hebrew can pray, and that's Shema Israel, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Echid. But there's several different ways you can say that, but suffice to say that's one of the ways in which you say that. So it has to do with hearing, and that's what we're dealing with, uh, continuing on with, uh, and the topic today is the prophetic part eight, hearing. I did it on receiving and Shema, and actually talked about how that Jesus Christ himself, creator of the universe, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and nothing was made except it was made by the Word. And 11 verses later, 11, the number of transition, the divine one, transition from glory into this realm. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory of that of the only begotten of the Father. That's Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen, the Savior of the world and the Savior of my life. And I'm so grateful for all that he has done for me. And I hope that you are beginning to understand the greatness of Jesus Christ, even through uh, even through this series on the prophetic, because the The spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. And once again, I just want to say this to you. If if the prophetic becomes anything more than a tool to be used to reveal the greatness of Jesus Christ, then it is gone um, awry. It has missed its mark and has become something of soothsaying. It's become something twisted or it's become something other than it what it should be is there foretelling yes is there foretelling yes that is all that in there but it the basis is does it reveal the christ jesus christ and him crucified and that ladies and gentlemen is a huge topic you know people say well doesn't that get boring or something like that well what about rock and roll romance songs in the 80s and the hair bands and all they sing about is women drugs alcohol and promiscuity. That's basically it. And and doesn't that get a little boring after a while? But we're talking about an infinite person. We sing about this person. This person, I mean, we get, I'm going to get into this, um, um, 
the prophetic part nine, and it's going to be on seeing. This one's on hearing, but I, I am so excited to talk to you about seeing as well. But when you see him in his magnificence, his glory, and you see another paradigm of his excellent splendor, you can't help but saying, oh my God, isn't that amazing? Anyway, uh, that's not what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about the prophetic part eight on hearing. So I want to present to you uh, that hearing is one of the greatest compo- components in the, wor- in the world of the prophetic. We must be training our ears to hear and really recognizing the voice of the Father, the, the Lord, the voice of the Lord. Several places in the Bible it talks about, and even, and in, in I think it's Genesis chapter 3, verse 8, it talks about how the voice came down and walked in the Garden of Eden in the cool of the day. The voice came down. There's something about, in the beginning was the word. That's something about the spoken word, but the ability to hear the word of the Lord is paramount. So I'm just going to take you to Mark chapter 12. Uh, verse 28 through 31, and it says, Then one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? So the, the, the scribes and the Pharisees were, you know, you know, sharing and talking with Jesus. Jesus was answering their questions left, right, and center, and giving great answers. And so one of them just steps forward and he says, which is the first of the commandment of all? And Jesus starts with this. The first of all commandments is, and then you're going to say to me that you should love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and with all your strength, and you will be partially correct. And if you've heard me speaking uh, many times, you'll, you'll know that I ask this trick question a lot. And even on the podcast, I, I've, I've hinted towards these topics and talked around these topics a little bit. But the Bible says here, and this is the red, this is what Jesus said. The first of all commandments is, um, colon, and in brackets, hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. And so it is, that is the first part of the, of the first commandment of all. First of all, the commandment is, hear, Hear, O Israel, that hear, O chosen people. You are his chosen people. You've been grafted into the line of Abraham. You, you have been grafted into Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You've been grafted into the family of God. You, the spirit of adoption has come in, and you are a called out one. You are a chosen people. You are an Israelite by faith, and it is just as powerful and actually more powerful being born again. Not only of the, uh, not only of blood, but uh, uh, of the spirit. Not only uh, of of water, but of spirit, uh, which Jesus spoke to one of the disciples years ago. But it says, "Hear, O Israel." There's something so important about the ability to hear. Uh, Psalm sixty six eighteen says, "If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not be able to hear me." And that's the Old Testament. And, and I know that some things have changed, but it's still, if you are, and, and it's speaking of you, you know, purposefully saying it, it's talking about you. And I know that 
we do purposely sin. We 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 lie to get out of situations. We cheat on our taxes. I'm not suggesting you do that. I'm not giving you a caveat to do that. I'm just saying these things do happen. But there's an advocate with the Father. So, but I'm talking about when it says if I regard iniquity in my heart. When you regard something, it's when I when I begin to study that out because I was very interested in that one day. It, it has more to do with a habitual. It's about you planning deviously to sin and 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 not even wanting to repent. When you get into that, you get calloused. Your, your, your soul gets burnt over and then you're not able, the, the communication has been cut off. But anyway, this, this whole first and foremost of a command, you need to know that first and foremost of all the, com, of the, the command of the 613 Levitical laws, hear, O Israel, is the very first thing that Jesus says is hear. What is so important about hearing? Very important. Because this is what Jesus said in John chapter 12, verse 49. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command what I should say and what I should speak. You need to know that Jesus did not speak on his own authority. He came already with a repertoire. He came already housed with resources of spoken words that he was to deliver and un and empty himself up when he came into this realm. Can I tell you that you came into this realm with words from heaven, that you came into this realm with creative words that will create the best days for you and your family, that you are just like Jesus and you need to speak what you are hearing from the father that you can hear from the father. I'm, I'm not supposed to go here, but I'm going to go here anyway. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 through 19, when Jesus reached the region of Caesarea, Philippi, I'm not supposed to go here because I'm going to save that scripture for a later date, but I can't. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, my Lord, help me, Jesus. When Jesus reached the, Caesar, uh, the region of Caesarea, Philippi, he said to his disciples, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And then they reply back. Some say Jeremiah, Elijah, one of the prophets, maybe John the Baptist raised from the dead. But then he says, but who do you say? And he speaks back to his disciples. But who do you say that I am? And then uh, Peter says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this is not revealed to you by man, but was revealed to you by my father. Stop right there. That, this was not revealed to you that, that Peter was in the darkest place at the darkest moment in, in human history, in a location of the darkest place. And, and, and I, if you go back to one of my other episodes where I really dissect that scripture. But it is the darkest place at the darkest time in human history. What do you mean? I, I thought it was dark now. No, no, no. Don't, don't tell me you believe that it's darker now than when Jesus was on the earth. Jesus showed up at the darkest moment in human history on purpose. Did you ever think of that? Do you ever think why he showed up then? They, a king would say, kill all the babies, the boy babies under two, and they would go do it. That's kind of crazy, crazy world they were living in when Jesus showed up. They would, they would sacrifice their babies. They would eat their babies. They would do all kinds of weird and perverted things. It was whacked out back then. And this is when, when and I'm, why am I sharing that? It's because I want to tell you, when Jesus shows up, and Jesus did show up 2,000 years ago, and what Jesus did, but even just because Jesus was, was in the room, he was so to speak. He was uh, with the disciples. They were able to hear. 
even in the darkest places at the darkest moment in human history. I want to tell you, you can hear from God. You can hear from God. If you are trying to, if you are hanging out with God, you can, you can receive a word from God. You can hear what the spirit is saying. And Jesus said, I don't speak of my own own authority. I only speak what I hear from my father. I heard from my father. Hearing is so important. And and then I'm just going to add Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. And it says, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And it says, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. But that's not the original rendering. It's bind what I have bound. Hear what I've already bound. If, 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 you, if you know that I've bound sickness and I've bound the enemy and, and I've bound this, you speak according to what, what you've heard from me as I was speaking the, the Father's words. So you, you bind what you hear that you need to bind and you loose that day what you hear the Spirit saying to loose. This is what the prophetic is about. It is all about speaking what the Spirit has already said. Okay, I'll give you an example here. Amos chapter 3, verse 7 and 8. Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. Surely the Lord God does nothing until he speaks to a prophetic people. Say, I am, come on, say it. I am an apostolic and prophetic people. I am part of an apostolic and prophetic community. Every one of you can hear from the Lord. Every one of you can prophesy. Paul the Apostle apostle said, I wish that you all would prophesy. And I did, I don't know, four weeks ago, I said, why must you prophesy? Why? Because when you prophesy the word of God concerning you and your family, it's, what are you doing? You're declaring the truth and the promises that are yes and amen. When you decree and declare his word back to him that you're hearing, it goes back to him and it begins to destroy the works of the evil one. It begins to open up doors that no man can shut. It goes back to him and his angels are sent and dispatched to fulfill his word that you heard that you spoke out your mouth. Uh, Amos chapter three, verse seven and eight. Surely the Lord God does nothing unless his, he, he reveals his secrets to the servants of the prophets. Verse eight, a lion has roared, who will not fear? The Lord God has spoken. Who can but prophesy? This is the key to the prophetic. Hear, speak. Hear, speak. Isaiah 48, 6, 7, it says, and you see all this. You hear this, but you won't prophesy. You need to prophesy. Jesus, and then it goes on to say, I didn't create everything in the beginning. I'm creating some things right now. God wants you to hear from him and speak it out your mouth. When you pray, say, that's what Jesus said in Luke chapter 11. When you pray, when he's teaching his disciples how to pray, when you pray, say, but you got to hear what the spirit is saying. If you want to create with God in the, the place called unknown, we are in a place called unknown and a place called unknown is not a place that you cannot hear. It is a place that where you can hear better. God is speaking right now, specific. He's speaking and revealing. There is so much being revealed in these dark moments of human history right now that we're in, which again is not comparable to what was back then, but it's still, there's darkness on the earth. There's deep darkness on the people. Things, you know, there's, there's all kinds of, uh, assignments and agendas of the enemy and all that kind of thing that's going on, but you cannot 
be stopped from hearing the word of the Lord. If you can't, if you, if the enemy can't stop you from hearing the word of the Lord, he can't stop you from having an answer in every situation, every problem, every pain. You are able to walk in victory if you can just hear the word of the Lord. Let me read that again. Amos chapter three, verse seven and eight. Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. A lion has roared, who will not fear? The Lord God has spoken, who can but prophesy? It's all about prophesying what the Lord has spoken. You need to ask him, how can I create with you today? Tammy and I, when we're praying in the morning, often, often, oftentimes we, we ask the Lord, how can we partner with you today? How can we create? What do you want to accomplish through our lives today? How can we show forth your faithfulness? What is the debar? What is the spoken word? May we have ears to hear and an ability to hear your word today so that we can speak it forth and create something that never has been before. So once again, Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, the key to the prophetic is this, bind what he has bound and loose what he has loosed. And he'll tell you that day what needs to be done. Jesus speaks in, in um, and I think this is the, the passage trans, translation. It says, speak to this. John 25, 25 speaks to this, sorry. I tell you the truth, a new day is imminent. In fact, it has arrived when the voice of the Son of God will penetrate death's domain and everyone who hears will live. My God, that's powerful. I'm going to read it in the uh, New King James Version. Most surely I say to you, the hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. Wow. Those who hear, if hear and you shall live. Hear what the Spirit is saying and you shall live. Why? Because you're going to get an answer when nobody else is getting an answer and you're going to speak it forth. You just can't hear and keep it to yourself. We cannot be selfish like that. We must hear and then speak it forth. So I'm just going to read John 5.25 again in the Passion Translation. Are you ready? I tell you the truth. A new day is imminent. The fact is, it has arrived. When the voice of the Son of God will penetrate death's domain, that is everybody that's not born again of the Spirit, everyone will, and everyone has the potential that whomsoever should believe, could believe, will believe, can be saved because if you hear the gospel, faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the preach proclaimed word of God that lives and abides forever. Oh my God. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, so faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the preach proclaimed word of God. If you go back to Romans chapter 10 verse 8, it speaks about the word of God that we preach, even the, the word of faith that we preach. It's the word of faith that we preach. And if you, nobody gets saved unless a preacher is sent. Why? Because a preacher proclaims the gospel and, and your salvation is in you hearing the word, believing the word, receiving the word and confessing the word. And that's how you get 
saved. That's how you get delivered. That's how you begin to operate in victory every day of your life. But you know, you need to know that faith comes. If faith can come, you, you remember a few a few uh, episodes back, maybe about ten or twelve or thirteen. I'm not sure, but I talk about overcoming faith, and I get into this and I dissect this. I'm not going to get into it too deep right now. But you need to know that if faith comes, faith can go. So, so faith comes. If faith can come guess what? Faith can go. So faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the preach, proclaim word of God. I'm so thankful that you are on these episodes and you're listening to the word of God. You hearing the word of God cleanses, clears your hearing, unblocks your hearing and the ability to hear. You need to get under, constantly be underneath a preached prophetic uh, word of God, a word of faith spoken out loud and in, in and underneath an anointing of the preached word of God. And when you do, it clears your hearing because faith comes by hearing your faith, everything you need. This is why hearing is such a, an, an important component of the prophetic wor- world is because if you don't hear, you don't build your faith. Ah, did you hear that? Faith comes. So that means faith can go. So how does your faith go? Because you're not listening. You're not hearing. You're not underneath the preached, prophetic, proclaimed word of faith that that the disciples preached. You need to be underneath teaching like this, preaching like this, not just mine, but I'm kind of biased. I want you to keep coming back, but you you might want to get it underneath. There's a, a, a... a myriad of amazing ministers out there that are preaching the word. Jesus preached the word of the kingdom. Jesus came preaching the word. Ministers, if you are not preaching the word, you, you are not following the leading of Christ. Jesus Christ came preaching the word. He, he preached out of Isaiah a lot. He, he would share different scriptures of the Old Testament. He would go into the synagogue and he would read the, 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 the word that would be prescribed for that, for that Saturday, or which would have been the Sabbath for them, I believe. I don't believe it's a Sunday, but anyway, that's not important. But it's important to know that we need to know that our faith even comes by hearing. Hearing is what clears your ears so that your faith can be built. My God. Revel, um, John chapter 10, verse 27 says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. That You need to know the voice of the good shepherd and you need to be, begin to understand and know. And I tell people all the time, I love Paul. Paul's great, but Paul ain't Jesus. Apollos is great, but Apollos ain't Jesus. I don't, I don't care who it is. Jesus is Jesus. And you need a template of what Jesus said. Oh, but he was speaking according to the Old Testament. And I've heard these lines and I'm like, are you kidding me? Jesus is the word. He knew what he was going to speak and it is relevant today and it'll be relevant tomorrow and it's irrelevant. It is relevant for all of eternity. Jesus is the Christ. Jesus is 
God. Jesus is the one that spoke everything into existence. My God, how stupid can we be to put Paul's teachings above Jesus's teaching? Can you just get into Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? And then when you get that done, get, get into Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read that about 10 times. And then through the filter of what Jesus said, begin to filter what Paul has said. And, and my God, begin to filter what Moses said, what Abraham said, what Job said. I'm not a descendant of Job. I'm not a disciple of Job. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. Are you getting my drift today? I'm sorry. I get a little fired up about that, but I can't believe people that are actually saying, well, Jesus, you know, kind of, and maybe I'm bringing up a topic that's not even that important to you, but I want to, just the bottom line is, Jesus is Jesus. Come on. There's nobody greater than Jesus. Nobody greater. Nobody has a greater name. Nobody has greater success. Heavyweight champion of the universe. Never been defeated. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Come on. Think about it. We need to know his voice. And how do you know his voice? Get into the Gospels. Begin to know the Gospels. Begin to visualize when you're reading the Gospels. Begin to visualize the, 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 the waves crashing and, and, and what's going on in the emotions of the disciples when they're, when, when, they're, when they're taking on water and they're in the midst of the storm that Jesus sent them out into. Read it and, and absorb it and, and let the revelation of Jesus be the, be the filter and be the matrix and be the, the grid in which you read everything else through not only in the Bible, but everything through. What would Jesus do is out of what Jesus did. That's another topic. A couple more scriptures here. Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and eat with him and he with me. I will sup with him. I will dine with him. I will have communion and I will be, I will have intimate conversations and I will show them stuff. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Now, this you need to understand. This is not a scripture that evangelists should use to evangelize people, to bring them into the kingdom. This is this is Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, which is Jesus speaking to the seven churches of the book of Revelations that, that are all throughout Turkey. Jesus is saying, I stand at the door and I knock, not trying to get in, trying to get out of you. Bill Johnson says it so perfectly. He says, Jesus, the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ, the anointed one and his anointing, are tired of being trapped on the inside of unbelieving believers. He's trying to flow out of you like a river of living water. He's trying to come out of your belly. He's trying to, he's trying to get you to understand that he's on the inside of you, but he's desperately trying to get into your situation, into your circumstance. If you if anyone hears my voice, there it is again. Hear my voice. I'm trying, I'm knocking. Hello. 
Can I come out? Can I come into your situation? Can I come in? I, I, I want to speak to you. I don't want to prophesy with you. I'm speaking some things. Can you speak it? Can you hear me? And speak it forth and create a brand new day and create the kingdom of God and create an atmosphere where nobody is stolen from. Nobody is raped and nobody is, is, is killed. And nobody is stolen from. They create an atmosphere where, where righteousness, peace, and joy is, is, is preeminent and, and grace and truth is operated in and faith, hope, and love is is a foundation of everything. If you, if you could just hear what the Spirit is saying, if you could hear that Jesus is saying, I've got some things to say to you, will you hear my voice? And how do you open up the door? Your faith open, your mouth. When you begin to speak, you begin to open up the doorway. Psalms chapter 27, verse 8 says, Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Your gate is your mouth. When you hear I'm standing at the door. I'm knocking. I'm declaring. If you can hear my voice, Jesus said, open up your mouth, which will open up the, the doorway of your spirit, which is the doorway to the supernatural. And I'll come in. And I'm telling you, baby, when I come in, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. Cancer must bow. Poverty must bow. Lack must bow. Disease, sickness, pain. Peril must bow when Jesus comes in. Hallelujah. My God, my God, my God. Do you hear? Can you hear what the Spirit is saying? Can you hear what the Spirit is saying? John chapter 16, verse 13 says, However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. Okay? This Holy Spirit, when, when Jesus said, he says, I need to go to the Father. If I don't go to the Father, the Spirit will not come. If the Spirit doesn't come, well, guess what? You guys aren't going to have a very good day. But if the Spirit, when the Spirit does come, because I'm going to go to the Father, he, he greater works. I don't even know how to say this properly. I'm sorry. I was just I was stumbling over my words because it, it's still magnificent what Jesus, Jesus said. I need to go to the Father. If I don't go to the Father, the Comforter will come, won't come. But if, the, if I go to the Father, the Comforter will come. And these works will you do and greater works will you do if I go to the Father because Holy Spirit will come because of the blood that I shed, the, the sacrifice that I made and the payment that I made, creating accessibility for the Spirit of the living God to come on the inside of you and become one with Him. This is the one. The Spirit of truth has come. He will guide you into all truth for He will not speak of His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak. This is what we must do. Exactly what Jesus did about the Father, and exactly what Holy Spirit is doing for Jesus, we need to do. We need to hear from the Spirit and speak what the Spirit is speaking, and we will create an, a, a, an atmosphere where answers are possible. Say this after me. Impossibilities are now impossible in my life. <laughs> if you could just hear what the voice of the Lord is saying. You too can decree an answer and a solution. He has something he wants to speak to you every day, ladies and gentlemen. Will you hear and decree and create heaven here on earth? This is your potential. I'm not talking pie in the sky. I'm not, I'm not talking hopefuls, but great hope.
if you will learn to take time and hear what the Spirit is saying for you every day of your life, He wants to speak to you more than you want to hear from Him. Understand He's speaking. He's always speaking. He's always revealing. He has infinite answers to your finite problems. And it's only one hearing away. Hallelujah. My God, Father God, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, I'm asking for a spirit of faith, Lord God, to go through these this podcast and into the ears and clear the hearing and build faith, Lord God. And may these people that hear this podcast today begin to arise and shine and hear the word of the Lord and decree the, the word of the Lord and create their best days. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God wants to show you where to throw your net in this season, and you will be able to catch fish when nobody else is catching fish, and you can be an answer to your family, to your city, to your region, to your state, to your promise, and to your country, and maybe even the world, whatever the uh, limits you're willing to take off of your life is. God is well able. God bless you guys. Oh, guys, if you enjoyed these podcasts, please go on uh, your podcast carrier and leave a remark or go to even go to my that as well as, you know, leave me some stars, preferably five. And then also, you know, pop on my website at wakeupinyourdream.com or barrymiracle.ca. Both will get you there and leave a remark there. If you have a question or something you would like a podcast to be done on, uh, and I can let you know if we could do that in the near future. Anyway, much love to you guys. Thank you um, for listening. Uh, love you guys. And may you hear more effectively than you ever have in your life and create by speaking what you hear your most excellent days. Bye for now. Till next week. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.